listening to Seated to Serve with business leader and community activist Jeff Bickerstaff, connecting the dots between community, business, and family. Now, here's your host, Jeff Bickerstaff. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Seated to Serve, where we are connecting the dots between business, community, and family. I'm your congenial host, Jeff Bickerstaff. I hope everyone's having a great day wherever you may be. Our guest today is Audrey Wallace, director of the Five Lows Food Pantry in Saxe, Texas. Welcome, Audrey. Thank you, Jeff. Glad you're here with us today. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm a mother of four. I have seven grandchildren and my uh, wonderful husband. We live in uh, Wiley. Wiley. Okay, so that's real near my hometown of Saxe. Yeah. <laughs> so we won't hold that against you. <laughs> and so you're the executive director of Five Lows Food Pantry there in Saxe. And how did you uh, become to be involved with Five Lows? Well, actually, I founded Five Lows um, not quite three years ago now, but I went on a mission trip to Honduras. And while I was in Honduras, um, I realized that we have a lot of hungry, hungry people everywhere in the in the world. But when I came back home, it's when it started eating at me. And I started going, you know, I can't do anything about Honduras, the children there, but I can do something here where we live. And um, so it just kept on and on until one day uh, I just got a phone call from one of the ladies at our church. And she said, I'm going to have to step down from our benevolence program. Would you be willing to take it over? She said, oh, you just get a few phone calls a year. And that's about it. I was like, sure, I will. <laughs> that's what they all say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't know that that was the beginning of a journey that I would be on for, for quite a while. Now, you talked about going to Honduras. How long ago was that? Uh, four years ago. Four years ago. I bet that seems like yesterday. Yes. <laughs> yes. So you saw a need in Honduras with families and children, I'm assuming, that had a hard time finding food to eat. And, you know, at my church, we have a mission uh, field and we have a mission uh, minister that goes overseas and uh, to bring the word of God to other people. And there's definitely challenges they have. But, you know, sometimes we do lose sight of the fact that we do have our own types of challenges and needs in our own community. Would you say that's uh, fair to say? Most definitely. We we just think because we're in the United States, we think we're we're blessed and we are more blessed than those that that are living in cardboard boxes although we do have those people here right um we the homeless are more like they're in stealth than they are actually uh out like you see in the streets in honduras but well, and you mentioned you lived in Wiley, or you live in Wiley, excuse me, and I live in Saxe, and most people will see those as suburbs of Dallas, and you mentioned homelessness, and I think a lot of people will think, well, the homeless is only in Dallas, a uh, big city, the only people that are hungry that can't go without food, or go without food is they live in Dallas, but that's really not the case. We no. have that same issue in Saxe and Wiley and probably other suburbs right around us. We do. We have we have it. You would be um, amazed at how many children that are in uh, the school system that are homeless. You know, my kiddos uh, all go to Garland ISD schools. And when I take them there, our family has been very blessed. We, we don't have those issues, but we, we try to help the people that do. 
I was blown away when our kids started going and just the amount of uh, breakfast programs they have, uh, the free breakfast program that they have uh, during the summer, the programs they have. Uh, it, you can tell it's just a really big need in the community that 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 if they didn't do it, nobody else mm-hmm. would. Well, they have the um, uh, you know the free or reduced lunches that the kids are on, and of course, there's several. Uh, there's a lot of schools that have that available for the kids, which is great. But what they you know don't have is through the summertime. What do these kids get? That's a good point. To eat in the summer. Well, so you're, you live in Wiley. Um, are you from this area originally? Um, no, I'm actually um, from a small town in South Carolina called Wahala. Okay, that's a mouthful. Okay, it, well. it, it is. <laughs> it's a little German town, actually, but okay. it, it's in the foothills of the um, Smoky Mountains. Oh, wow. Okay. And so, uh, but I moved here. My husband says I got here as soon as I could. Yes, all, all of us that, native Texans yes, say that. Yes. <laughs> He is a native Texan. Oh, there you go. Good. So, okay. Yes. And uh, so I moved here in 89. Okay. So you've been here quite a while. You've been yes. here almost 20 years. And, you know, you talked about five loaves uh, being in the Saxe community. And you, you went to Honduras and you had felt you came back, you had that calling to do something about uh, hunger here. Why Saxe? How'd you end up in Saxe with the food lo- five loaves food pantry? <clears throat> well, I go to uh, North Point Church of Christ there in Saxe. And uh, like I was telling you, the the lady, you know, said, hey, would you mind taking over the benevolence program, which we didn't have a food pantry at the time. We were mostly just internal. And that's uh, with the church? With the church, okay. correct. Yeah. And then um, once I agreed to do that, and this is how God has a sense of humor. <laughs> yes, he but does. <laughs> he... Uh, we started getting phone calls from outside of the church and they were families in Saxe that needed food, which had never happened before. And so I started answering that calling. I would send out emails and say, Hey, we have a family in the community that needs food and people would bring it to the office. I would take it and deliver it. Well, it wasn't once or twice. It was like several families after another. And I was like, wow, this is crazy. So I asked him, I said, Hey, is there somewhere that I could have like a few shelves that I could put some canned goods? And they said, um, okay, you can have in this room that what they call the ministry house is, um, all these shelves. And they said, you can have these six little shelves right here to put canned goods. And in that room that just that one room was shared by uh, quilting women. They had fabric all along the wall. There was a library in there. The youth used it, and the Boy Scouts oh my used goodness. it. So it was, it was, but I, it was I thought, great. I thought you were going to say they gave you the janitor's closet or something. You know? Well, <laughs> maybe you felt like that, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, the ch- you know, and the, and the church obviously saw a need uh, for that in the community and asked you to take that over. And I've had the good fortune to come by and visit the pantry, and I was blown away by what you've been able to do since, because obviously you have much more than that now. Tell us a little bit about what kind of facility you have now. Well, um, now we have the whole entire house, except for one room, and that belongs to the quilting okay. women. Don't want to mess with that. <laughs> Can't take that away. <laughs> no. But the uh, the youth have moved out um, and gone up to a portable and the Boy Scouts have gone up to a portable and the library has gone away from that, that house there. And, 
And so we've just taken over the rest of the house with um, all our different aspects that we we do, and it's really totally awesome. And, you know, so you talk about serving many families. Uh, I'm sure some families are, are, for lack of a better way to say it, repeat customers. Uh, you, you just you do a lot. So you, it sounds like you have a big number of staff. How many staff do you have? It's me. Okay. I, I knew that. That's why I was asking. For the audience, I, 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 I am that. the only staff member, The the uh, but I have many, many volunteers. And if I, I, it wasn't for our volunteers, yeah. I, we couldn't make it. It wouldn't happen. I, I was going to say, because you know, we were talking earlier, and you, know, you are the only staff person, but I know you're, you're not the only one doing it. But you're right. It's, it's so important to have volunteers because you sure couldn't do it by yourself. No. There's, there's no way. Now, when I was at the food pantry, you, you were nice enough to show me around, give me a tour. And when I think of food pantries in the past, I think, okay, well, they need canned goods. They need bread, things like that. And I know you probably need all that. But what are some of the things that you need from a food perspective that maybe people don't realize and that you're short of all the time? Um, things like ramen noodles, macaroni and cheese, uh, jelly. You think that that would be a, a common thing that yes. you would get at a food pantry, <laughs> but it's really not um, because we're part of uh, North Texas Food Bank, okay. and we also have other uh, food providers that we get, and we get you know donations, but we can get there's certain things that you just can't get, and the jelly's one of them. Now, some people you mentioned North Texas Food Bank, uh, they're they're a big operation in this area. They've yes. been around a long yes. time, my understanding. With that, though, I'm a, do they, is there any red tape with that? Uh, do you have to do things that maybe you wouldn't normally do? Or? Um, there is. There's, there's some things because they, they also get grants and funding by numbers, amounts of food that, that is you know, given, and also people that are fed. So there's paperwork that goes with it. And I guess, like a lot of things, there's pros and cons to that. Yes. You, you, I'm sure they provide a great service for y'all. Yeah. Uh, but <clears throat> there are probably certain things that you have to do that, you know, fill out paperwork and things yes, like that. Yes. Well, <clears throat> I know you, f- from a help standpoint, I know you appreciate that. So oh, yeah, most definitely. Uh, they've been around a long time, and, and they've done a lot of great things. Have you been surprised about the uh, lack of, I don't know how to say it, the the lack of people or people that just don't know that you're in town. Do you get that sense that people don't even know you're in Saxon? There's a lot of people that don't know that we're, we're there because we're such a new, um, being the right, you know, between two and a half and three years. That's a really new pantry. Okay. Um, and we're not on a main thoroughfare. So it's, we don't have a big, huge sign. We're in a residential area with a very small sign working out of a house. Right. And so, um, and those, and those that know Saxe are on Williford. Yes. Right. Really right across from Salmon, uh, Salmon Park, right? Correct. Yeah. And you're in, like you said, you're in a house and that's not a, a storefront, something like that. And so people might just, maybe they've driven all by, you didn't even know it. Oh, 
many times I get phone calls all the time. I'm on Williford, but I just don't see you. And I'm saying, it's a house. Right. I think uh, I've driven by there a couple of times. I think you do. I think there's a sign. We do there, have a sign. Okay. Uh, hopefully the city doesn't give you a hard time about that. No, they, they really are good. We keep the, it's a smaller sign. We don't have a big, huge right. blinking, you know, anything yeah. going on. But. Well, being on city council, I, I, I definitely, uh, <laughs> I haven't heard anything about your sign. I just think that the church saw a need a few years ago mm-hmm. and they quickly realized that they, if they really wanted to do it the right way, if you will, we were going to be something different. And Five Loaves is the name of it. And I can probably guess, but how'd you come up with that name? Well, it's based on the, the Bible story where they take the five loaves and the two fish and they fed the, you know, the thousands. And um, it's, and that's exactly what we do. And, you know, people may hear you say thousands and may think, well, it's not really that much. But, you know, I get the sense that it really is, it certainly is. since you started. We're having such a great conversation with Audrey. Uh, We're going to take a short break and hear from some of our great sponsors. Dreaming of a new home, an upscale lifestyle, or just a great new space for your growing family? Jeannie Martin and her team at Jeannie Martin Realty are excited to share valuable insight about Saxe, Texas, and all the surrounding areas you love the most. Contact Jeannie Martin Realty at martinteam.com. That's M-A-R-T-E-N team.com. Or simply pick up the phone and call 972-414-0719. Jeannie Martin Realty, making your dreams a reality since 1997. Go to M-A-R-T-E-N com to view listings at your fingertips right now or call 972-414-0719 today. Jeannie Martin Realty is proud to sponsor Seated to Serve on the OBBM Network. Active killer shootings are no longer happening somewhere else. What would we do without a solid police force we can count on? Blue Dragon International consultants are here to support our first responders as they support the communities they serve. Retired Navy SEALs, FBI, Crime Commission advocates, heads of homicide and violent gang units, high-ranking commission military officers and retired police sergeants, these men are the best of the best with multiple decades of experience protecting us on our homeland and abroad. And they're making sure the skills and techniques your officers have save lives and protect communities. Show your support for our men and women in blue August 30th through 31st, 2018. That's Thursday and Friday before Labor Day weekend right here in DFW. Get your tickets now, register, get more information at BDIC.net. That's BDIC.net. The American business economy is positioned as it has never been before. Professional videography is a core element for attracting a higher level of engagement with the people group you need for significant impact. Now is your time to shine. My name is Bill Brock, owner of White Rock Films, and I invite you to a powerful opportunity in the marketplace an opportunity to draw excited people to your events, an opportunity to showcase your ideas on infrastructure, an opportunity to become known as the industry authority and enjoy the associated benefits of a strong, influential brand. Video highlights, video teaches, video puts a resistant market at ease, and video stirs the hearts and imaginations of your allies and strategic client base. White Rock Films offers full audio, video production for businesses ready to embrace the future, handling your project with professionalism, experience, and polish unheard of in the industry. My name is Bill Brock, and White Rock Films wants your business. See us online at whiterockfilms.com. 
All right, we're back. We're having a great conversation with Audrey Wallace. She is the executive director of Five Lowe's Food Pantry here in Saxe, Texas. We talked a lot about the basics of the food pantry. Now, I'm just guessing here. I know you depend on donations from individuals, but I just get the sense that you just couldn't do it with just individual donations. So what kind of relationships do you have with the business community? And, and even besides that, what kind of a, how can businesses help you? Well, that's a really good uh, question there, Jeff, because we have many businesses that partner with us. We have many churches because when um, we are a separate 501c3, we're a nonprofit. And so we partner with many local churches, and which is nice because you can come to the pantry at any time and you might see six or seven different congregations at working together side by side. Um, or you might have people from five or six different businesses that are local, or you might see city officials there. It, you know, it's, we have a lot of volunteers that come and, and uh, the city is, you know, backs us. They do a food drive for us. And we have lots of um, folks that come and, and work, but um, without the business partners, we, would have a hard time making it because those those funds that are donated on a regular basis um, through either uh, a partnership with one thing or another, like, for instance, our garden. Yes, I, and please talk about that. I was, uh, you talked about city council. That's how I first found out about five blows through, through my work on city council. But recently we had a ribbon cutting for that. And I know you, and please share that. Cause I know Home Depot helped you out a lot and tell us all about the community garden. That is such a great concept. Well, this was really, I didn't want to do a garden. Oh. Sometimes. <laughs> okay. Then don't talk about it. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, sometimes um, God puts things in front of us and we kind of go kicking and screaming because it's not what we want. Amen. And uh, <laughs> so uh, what has happened with that was it was thrown out to me, presented to me oh, a little over a year ago, and they said, hey, it would be nice if we did a, a community garden. I said, sounds good. Why don't you do that? <laughs> Sounds like something I'd say. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, time went by, and different people kept going, oh, I'd love to help you with a community garden, and oh, I'd love to help you do that. And she would write this down, and and uh, Amy would say, hey, so-and-so's you know, interested in the garden, and I was like, still not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> And um, the Lions Club there in Saxe came to me and they said, hey, we'd love to help you with a community garden. And I said, you have got to be kidding me. <laughs> That's a God's sense of humor right there. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, this gets even better. Okay. So um, a friend of mine, Lon uh, uh, Richter, he has uh, a business there and he, send, he sent me an email. And um, it was about a Home Depot grant. And he said, hey, this might interest you. And so I started reading about it, and I was like, hmm, Community Garden, Home Depot grants, Lions Club wants to do it. If I could just put them together, then I wouldn't have to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> I like the way you think. I know, right? <laughs> so sure enough, I, I did. I, uh, you know, got some help from some wonderful people at the Home Depot and, and Firewheel. And uh, through them, we were able to get a corporate uh, grant from Home Depot for to build the community garden. And what was even better was not only did we get the $10,000 from them, 
the, uh, they came out and brought all the, bought all the supplies, brought them with them, and then built it for us. You know, uh, and that's awesome. When when we came out, when we were going to do the ribbon cutting, uh, you know, as it is in the summer, it's a little warm that day. And so we were, got there a little early, and they were still working. And, you know, you look, I remember seeing the Home Depot guys. They were just sweating and all that. But, but you know, I was looking at that. And I have a garden that's similar to that. It's not nearly as well constructed. <laughs> but I was looking at, you know, everything was nice and neat. The fence was straight and all that. And they were just working hard. And when I came, I was talking to the mayor. And, and I said, this is way more of a production than I thought, you know, because they said, hey, we're going to have a ribbon cutting for a garden. And the ribbon cutting, of course, is part of the Saxe Chamber. And I was blown away by that. And then when I heard the story, we were talking earlier about just, like you said, getting the Home Depot grant, which, you know, you have to go ask for it, of course. And then the Lions Club, another community organization helping, you know, helping out, getting you going. And then this is what you have. This is the, uh, the, the end result. And I don't know... I don't know. You correct me. I don't know how many food pantries out there have a community garden. <laughs> there, there are actually quite a few around, but not around us locally. Okay. And um, of course, the North Point uh, Church of Christ donated the land for the for the garden right. itself. So if it wasn't been for all three of those factors, you wouldn't know, happen. we wouldn't be happening. But it makes it really special because we have eighteen raised beds. Um, we will have a. We have a greenhouse that's not built yet. Actually, it's probably being built right now. I was going to say, I think you're uh, The it. guys are coming today. <laughs> and uh, we have a composter, and then it's all fenced in. Right. And so um, it's really nice, and I think it's going to be a great learning tool for some of our uh, kids when they come back in the fall. So as a local business, you have this garden. You have, obviously, we talked about the needs earlier that you have with the pantry. As a local business... How can they really help? I, I know you probably had the traditional ways of donating money and food and things like that, but what are you looking for? I know you, I know you'll take anything, but how, if you're a local business, how can we, they really help you? Um, well, it might be as, as little as coming out and, and helping just work in it, the garden or work in the pantry, or it could be like we have some sponsor, uh, garden sponsors, and we put their you know, sign on oh, the okay. on the fence that advertises in the community garden. I need to which, talk to you about that. <laughs> so, because that those funds help us to be able to provide um, other plants for the fall and programs for the the kids when they come back to school. And so, obviously, we need we need those those funds as well. And um, that's. That sounds like there's a ton of different ways to do it. And, you know, like you said, uh, you know, every business wants their name out there. And, and gosh, especially for such a good cause, uh, what better advertisement do you have than that? Now, I do want to get to your coffee. Uh, this is when you first told me about this. I was blown away by this concept. So you have a coffee that you make yourself, correct? Correct. We roast it ourselves. Roast it yourself. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> you probably don't grow it yourself, but you roast it. Yourself. So tell me about that program and how it benefits the pantry. Okay. Yeah, I'd love to because what I found when I started the pantry and I, I was a little um, nervous because I didn't have as much faith then as I do now. <laughs> so I've said, okay. Funny how that works, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, 
I said, I have, have to have something that's going to sustain us and be able to put food on the shelves so that we can feed the people. And so I said, hmm, be kind of nice to have coffee because I'm a big coffee drinker myself. Who doesn't like coffee? Right. So um, at first we didn't roast coffee ourselves. Okay. I had uh, researched over uh, a year. It was a while. We haven't been even doing coffee a year yet. Oh, wow. So okay. it was, uh, so I had started researching it probably a year before that. And I could never find the company that clicked. I called several places to, you know, buy coffee, but it just didn't work out. I didn't feel like that was the one that right. I needed to get coffee from. And then I thought, I should tie in Honduras somehow. There you go. Yes. And uh, so I Googled. I just love Google there. <laughs> Shout out to them. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think they're fine. They may not need it, but they're fine. Yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, I pulled in um, uh, coffee farms in Honduras. And I saw that there was a coffee farm in Capon. And um, that I was reading on down through there. And I was like, oh but they're based in the United States. That was kind of strange, but I thought, okay. And I read on down and, oh, they're in Texas. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow. And then I, you know, on down further, I was like, oh, they're down in Houston right by my aunt and uncle's house. <laughs> How convenient. <laughs> you know, so I call her and she is from Capon, from Honduras, and she they live in the United States now, and they have the coffee farm there. And she begins, I tell her my story, and she immediately begins thanking me for going on a mission trip to Honduras mm. and helping the people in Magote. And, and she just, on and on. And I, of course, immediately I was like, this is the one. You know, it just clicked. And so uh, I went down there. We visited. My husband and I went down there. We visited them, and they roasted some coffee for us, and we brought it back, and we got our labels and our bags, and we started selling it. So we sell it for $10 a pound, and it's okay. a full pound. Okay. And uh, unlike <laughs> yeah, I like those other that, manufacturers. <laughs> and, um, but what that'll help us do is provide one bag of coffee will help us provide 28 pounds of food for a family in need. Uh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. One 10-pound... I'm sorry, one one-pound bag of coffee provides 28 pounds of food? Yes, and that's because we can get it at such a discounted rate from North Texas Food Bank because it's a handling fee that, you know, we pay. So it's pennies on the dollar. Well, no, if that, my goodness. You know, so that helps us provide food for our families. And like you said, that's, if there are, lean times, if you will, from a donation standpoint or something. Like I said, that's your lifeline. That yes. could, who doesn't like coffee? That's right. That's, that's awesome. I, I, I'm assuming that's rather unique in, in your world. I don't know that anybody else that would do that. That's, and just for the record, uh, Audrey bought uh, the Seed of the Serve show a, a pound of that coffee. So thank you very much. I can't wait to try You're that. You're welcome. Your story about going to Honduras. Uh, and again, that was, when was that again? How long ago? Four years ago. Four years ago. And that's turned into everything we've talked about today. And you were talking about uh, getting the coffee together, uh, getting the garden together, you know, all these quote unquote coincidences. But we all know that there really are no such things as coincidences. And it's just amazing what you can do uh, when you have faith in something that, you know, will help other people and serve other people. 
you've been a part of this program for what, two, three, four years, something like that? Yeah, two and a half years. September will be three. Three years, okay. It, oh, I just talking to you, it seems like you've done all this. Uh, it seems like it's been a lot longer than that, but that's just even more amazing how you've been able to do all these things in really a relatively short amount of time. How has working with Five Loaves uh, impacted you uh, from, from in the sense of serving others? It has totally changed me. M- my My faith is stronger than it ever has been. I have seen so many things that I could not have done. It's God, 100%. Um, You know, I talk about the volunteers and I talk about all the wonderful businesses, but if God didn't have his hand in all this, it wouldn't be happening. And um, like I said, my faith is stronger than it's ever been. And, and I, one of my biggest prayers I, I pray is, you know, lead me to the people that I need to help, that I genuinely can help. Um, and it, the doors, he just opens so many doors and just, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm blessed for it. Yeah, I, Way much more than, than I feel like I'm being a blessing. I am blessed for it. And I, I, I certainly understand what you're saying, you know, back, uh, you know, our, our, my company, Bickerstaff Insurance and Financial Services, uh, I, I was telling them about my staff, about the, the food pantry you know, a few months ago. And they said, hey, well, what can we do? And, of course, I had not really had a lot of chance to talk to you yet. So, I, again, I think of the traditional thing. Well, they always use money. And so they just, through no prying of mine, or, you know, uh, not prying, but no, uh, no influence from me directly, they said, hey, here's, we want to we give to this. And, of course, yeah, I'd come by your office and, and give that Yes, yeah. And, you know, but, and that's led me to such a bigger understanding. And, you know, when we talked that day, I said, I got to get you on the show. You know, there, there's so many things that you have to share. And I think a lot of people don't realize especially if you're a business is that, you know, th- there are so many different ways you can help. Even if you're a business, just buy some coffee, right. you know, and that would help tremendously. So, uh, you're right. Uh, when we, when we first talked, uh, I, I've prayed many times about your pantry, uh, because it's, it's a great thing that you're doing. I think a lot of people that live in Saxe, uh, don't realize that we have that kind of need. And the more people that do, the more people you can help. And that's what it's all about. Well, Audrey, we thank you so much for coming today. How can people find out more about Five Loaves? Well, um, of course, they can. we have a website, www.fiveloavesfoodpantry.org, or they can email me at fiveloaves at yahoo.com, or they can just call me directly and my number is 469-767-8071. Sometimes direct's the best way. You know, we, yeah. we live in this internet social media world, and uh, sometimes we don't ever want to talk to anybody. <laughs> right. But it's, uh, yeah, they, that's great. They can call you direct. Uh, any, any Facebook presence or anything? Or? We do. We have okay. Facebook. Okay. Some people just do Facebook. Yeah. You can <laughs> so, just find me on, uh, find us on Facebook. Want to make sure too. we throw that out there. Yeah. Well, again, Audrey, we thank you so much for being a guest on Seated to Serve today. Uh, it was so great to get to know more about Five Loaves. Uh, it's, it's definitely 
uh, impacted me even since we talked originally uh it, what you do is just just great and you know what i have a feeling that there's gonna be more things to talk about down the road with you and so hopefully you'll be able to come back sometime i'd love and, that and we can expand on some more things and, and thank you jeff for having me you're welcome if your business is interested in being on seated to serve you can be a guest on my show you can advertise on my show uh you can call me at 972-771-4992 or you can email me at jeff at bickerstaffins.com. That's jeff at bickerstaffins.com. And that's it for this episode of Seated to Serve. We're connecting the dots between business, community, and family. Hope everyone has a great day. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to Seated to Serve with Jeff Bickerstaff. To be a guest on Seated to Serve or to advertise your business, contact 972-771-4992. Seated to Serve is produced by Offbeat Business Media for the OBBM Network and Affiliates and is available at offbeatbusinessmedia.com. Listen to Seated to Serve each Tuesday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. on OBBM Radio and the OBBM Network Podcast, also available on Google Play, iTunes, and your Offbeat Business app. Contact 972-771-4992 for guest and sponsor information today. Wouldn't it be great to skip mistakes that cost you time, frustration, and not throw money away? My name is Donna Merrill, founder of Business Untangled and the creator of the Making Life Less Taxing program. I find over 75% of business owners are making basic mistakes that cost them thousands and even tens of thousands of dollars every year and they don't even realize it. With the Making Life Less Taxing program, you can avoid many of those initial mistakes business owners typically make. I'm excited to share the Making Life Less Taxing program so you can learn everything you absolutely need to know to make your business run smoother and life less taxing, giving you less stress and leaving more money in your pocket. Go now to businessuntangled.com or call us at 469-458-0447 to grab your spot in the Making Life Less Taxing program. There are only 50 of these coveted spots available and they are going quickly. So go now to businessuntangled.com and you can start enjoying the benefits of a profitable business today. You do your best to communicate how your company solves a specific problem, right? But it's easy to overlook the way your company sounds and the impression that leaves. I'm Melanie Murphy, a professional voice actor, and I'm ready to help your message stand out through a radio ad, a video on your website, or phone messaging for your company. Contact me today at MelanieMurphyVO.com to discuss your voiceover needs. That's MelanieMurphyVO.com. Mention this ad for an offbeat business show discount.